are back again with another episode. Unfortunately, we had to postpone this episode. Uh, I got sick, so I couldn't do. I couldn't come for the episode. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, we have. We have. It's a, not on us. Yeah. It's <laughs> on you, Nodal. Yeah, it's on me. Uh, so this episode, we are gonna be talking about the El Clasico and Osasuna mostly and we're gonna review uh, Elche but you know uh, these games are I think more important first of all it is El Clasico and then the surprising 0-0 against uh, low block of Osasuna <laughs> god that was like a painful painful game Let's, let's uh, begin with the positive thing. Let, it's gotta. Let's begin with the positive. Ronald Koeman. Wait, is that no? Ronald Koeman was sacked today, and I don't think it's a positive for us. Is it? It's not a positive. Uh, I mean, they are. While we were on the subject of uh, Barcelona, they're gonna uh, bring Xavi, and yeah. most. Uh, that's the biggest possibility, and you know. It, it, He's been hyped for years now, I think. Yeah. Uh, like uh, at least a couple of years, you know. And uh, I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I I don't think he's gonna be as good as people expect him. I think he's gonna be he's gonna do pretty pretty bad because he's overhyped. They expect they have high expectations of him, even if there's a relatively low expectation at Barcelona. Uh, yeah. Because it's Barcelona and no one, no one but has do you the think, same expectations as like, uh, I don't know, like. But do you think his experience in Qatar is gonna be of any real significance? I don't. Do I, you think? I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna be like, uh, it's, it's good, it's good, definitely, uh, for uh, him. But uh, I don't think it's yeah. gonna be like significant. It's like, let's say. Uh, you know when you when you start uh, riding on a bike and you have these training wheels, so you won't go, you won't fall over. Uh, but and when you take uh, you when you take the uh, training wheels off, you have to relearn yeah. the balance again. Uh, yes. so, and like it, it's much harder without training wheels. You, you, it, it, you're it, talking it, about wheels. I I think Barcelona will be the bike without the wheels. Right. Yeah, yeah, but like, because yeah, basically he's a, he's on a tra he's on a training he's on a bike with training wheels right now, and he's going on a bike that has no wheels basically, or like uh, maybe one wheel I guess. Yeah. But then I should point out this. I actually uh, I haven't seen a lot of Zabi at in Qatar at Al Sadat. I think if that's if I'm not pronouncing it wrongly. Like he's won a tro he's won a league and a couple of uh, league cups as all over there. And to be honest, yeah. like. Zavi actually has a good his team playing good. So actually, I was maybe thinking like if Zavi could get like these guys playing a bit of this good, maybe gets more talented players. But albeit like in a more pressurized environment, he might actually. I think for Zavi, I'm actually going to quantify his success depending on what Barcelona are looking for. Actually, if you're been going to be a bit patient, like for example, like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer as United had three years like. Although he's not done anything, oh so he had time. Oh, okay? so if if they give the time to Zavi, I think also Zavi can Zavi can give them the can give something actually because the point is like right now like the expectations at Barca are like at our rock bottom like literally the rock yeah. bottom like if you just even get them to 
string to string together ten passes, I think they will like see you as the next Guardian or something. <laughs> oh really my god, it's 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 man, really. How did they lose against Raya Vallecano, man? Like, it's it was a surprise because like I knew Raya Vallecano was in good form and whatnot. Falcao was back and they have a good yeah. uh, string of crystals and whatnot, but it was a huge shock how how they mm. lost. Really, man. Actually, also Memphis missed the penalty actually in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His pen got saved. Yeah, there was, also, there was there was also like an Aguero penalty shout before like the before Falcao actually for before uh, uh, Memphis got his penalty and missed. Actually, it was I don't know, man. It's it's interesting. Actually, what baffles me a lot is why they keep playing Sergio Dest as a winger. I really don't understand this because you know, okay, we're gonna get there in a bit, but like, imagine the chance he got in El Clasico. Like, if it was a finisher oh there, if it was, if it was even De Jong, if it was De Jong there, it most likely would have been a goal, at least on target, even not a goal. You understand? But like, it but, was way, way, way over the bar. Like, it's impossible. But let me tell you, Sergio just ain't a bad player. Like, he's just being used out of his. That's what I'm saying. Like, why he should not? Be, because the point is this: like, if I was baffled. Like, why are you setting Oscar Mingueza against? Literally the fastest player on the pitch in Vinicius. Yeah, he was. Second. Literally, like, okay, like, Dest might not be as fast as Vinicius, but like, he's also fast. Yeah. Like, at least he will try to match the pace <laughs> of Vinicius one way or another. I'll tell you a stat. Vinny Jr. had attempted nine dribbles against Barca. Okay. No Real Madrid player has attempted more in a Clasico at the Camp Nou in La Liga since 2005. That's 16 years. So he got skinned bad. Like really, you know, some things those didn't make sense. I feel like just when they go back to the basics, actually, like mm. leave the three-man defense, you know, go back to the basics of what it meant being Barcelona. You know, okay, like you guys have like the not very good players right now. We know that, but yeah. like at least you can go back to the basics of what you guys are. Like literally, you can see Frankie Dion, one of the best play, you know, the best midfielders in the world when he came to Barcelona. Yeah. All of a sudden, like no he's anymore. Like, we don't even know. He also doesn't know who he is anymore, you know? Like, so these players have to, because eventually, like, okay, we keep saying, like, Barca in a bad period and all that. But when you check, like, so, Pedri, Gavi, Frankie, you know? These are people with potential. These are players that could do stuff, you know? And, like, whatever we yeah. say, like, Memphis has a potential there. Ansu is also there, you know? Mm -hmm. And putting with either the Agueros or the Martin Briefies or the Luke De Jongs or whoever it is. And <clears> there's also the perennial injury guy, the Usman Dembele, what, what will happen to him only God knows, you understand? And, like, there's Alba and there's... To some extent, Serginho Dest, I really don't... For me, I don't rate Serginho Dest a lot, but he's quite very young, so, like, we have to see what happens to him eventually. But then, maybe I feel like Xavi could have a chance if he's given time and people have been patient. But then, the point now becomes this. Barca are in a very, very bad situation financially. If... Yeah. But the thing is, though, since, Xavi, you mentioned, since you mentioned the financial yeah. shit they're in, uh, I think one thing that'll benefit Barca the most is... When Charlie actually comes in, he can attract players who wouldn't demand as uh, as much money or you know like uh, as much financially because they they want to play under him. Basically. Okay, my so my back to my point. Now yeah. about attracting players. If Xavi comes in and he needs a time to acclimatize, and in, during this period of adapting to Barcelona, and then he eventually misses out on the Champions League, then what happens? More economical problems. More, it wouldn't be sacked, of course, but more economical problems, which means eventually he still can buy players. Because the point is, like, whether we like it or not, whoever comes to Barcelona now, he's in need of yeah. personnel. Personnel means yeah. more expenses. More expenses means more uh, strains on the finances. And if you can qualify yeah. for the Champions League next year, and which yeah. I will literally, if I were a betting person, I will literally bet Barca might not qualify for the Champions League next year. Okay. Not with a lot of money, but I just feel like more maybe. 
maybe really maybe just maybe what do you think nodo isn't it a hot take or is it it is, it is not a hot take anymore considering bosses you know the way it's looking it is it does not look like a hot take uh at this moment they are ninth in the league uh i will yeah, check that uh oh, oh levante Levante is drawing Atletico in the 90th minute penalty. Oh, God, thanks, Levante. Who? That is, Levante is drawing Atletico. Okay, right there, it's nil, isn't it? It's 2-2. 2-2, oh! It's a 90th minute penalty, you said, right? Yeah, 90th minute penalty. Okay, so uh, Barcelona wow, is 9th uh, in the league right now, although they have... 10 games played while most teams have 11 but uh, ahead of them is Athletic Bilbao with 17 points and also 10 games so if Athletic Bilbao wins uh, and Barcelona wins that uh, game I, I think it's against Sevilla or is it against Athletic Bilbao okay uh, um, not sure. let's say let's say like both both teams win their 11th game Arsenal will still yeah. remain in the ninth place, and, and like That's mad, the That's whole mad. whole uh, whole La Liga table is actually really close to each other, which is yeah. interesting. So, anyways, uh, I don't think it's a hot take because they are right now ninth place in the league, and yeah. like we have nine, ten games as well, but we are in the second. Uh, and Real Sociedad has 11 games. Uh, and uh, right now they are in the middle of changing a coach. They have an interim coach right now, and they're gonna have uh, they're gonna have a new coach, which probably gonna be Xavi. And he's a you know relatively uh, relatively new coach, and uh, you know uh, it, managing. Uh, uh, down to Barcelona is gonna be a yeah. lot harder than managing uh, uh, an Arabian team uh, and yeah. I think they're gonna do pretty bad and I think yeah. they're not gonna qualify for the Champions League I agree with Farouk and you know even if <coughs> if they qualify for a Europa League that's gonna surprise me Man, that would be like Christmas for me, man. Barca in Europa League. I will literally wait on Thursday oh to watch this. Barca so like, in Conference League. Like, honestly, bro, like, I was, like, scarred uh, for my life growing up watching El Clasicos and watching Barcelona win sex doubles and whatnot. But for me, at this point, I don't, I, I can't even, like, you know, like, mock them or, like, you know, like banter them anymore. It's it's gone way beyond that point because this common dude, bro. Like who, who gets uh, a manager who didn't work out at Everton for the main job at Barcelona? And then, like who does that? Like who in their right ma- minds actually do that? Like it's actually, you know, like from, just before from the previous, Everton uh, just to Barcelona, international break. Yeah, no, he went from Everton to the national team and then to Barcelona. Oh. Uh, oh. I know one coach that went from Everton to a Spanish giant. Well, Ancelotti came with like a lot of history, man. Ancelotti yeah, is Ancelotti a from... very good first. Ancelotti you know, took a step down actually to go to Everton. There is a yeah, yeah. There is a big reason why uh, 
they got Koeman because, uh, you know, they they cannot afford, uh, you know, an expensive coach. So, like, they have to, you know, just uh, manage, basically, do what they can. The, the thing is, I think the thought process behind appointments like Zidane, Ole, Koeman, is all the... The, it all comes down to the pure sentiment that mm, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Players might actually react to a club legend, but Coleman is a very like no, no, like I don't disrespect him. Like he's a human being, after all. But he's not the most likable guy on earth. So oh, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I don't definitely. know how players can play for. <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever the Barcelona fans did uh, to him was ab- mm. absolutely disgusting. It was. It was yeah. terrible. Yet he is—he's a bad coach, at least for wrestler. He's a bad, pretty bad coach. He's a—he's um, an annoying guy. He just whines a lot, Hindi. Like he's annoying to everyone, even Barcelona fans. But whatever they did, that was disgusting. That was terrible, absolutely like. Um, unimaginable and can I, can I ask you something quickly like okay like you're right like actually what Barcelona did to what the fans did to him in the parking lot was really like disgusting that should never happen like but my point now is this like like a lot of people keep bashing like uh Kuman but like I actually also believe like he's not like fit for the Barcelona job but what I was thinking is this like literally look at the players like Kuman has had to play with like these are like literally the worst Barcelona players I can remember in my lifetime Literally, these are the worst personal plays. But like, so is it like, I don't know. I'm trying. My question: on This is like, is it right for us to like hold him to the same levels of the likes of the Rykats and the Guardiolas and the Enriques when literally he's playing with the worst of the lot and like he's not as tactically astute as, as these coaches? So I feel like it might be unfair on him. Like you holding him to ransom of like when these guys were playing with like the. Abidal's and the Alveses, you know, and this guy has to play with Serginio there. Sergio Roberto is like a midfielder by trade, even he's not very good at that, and now he's a fullback. You, you have to bring the likes of Oscar Mingueza, you know, and what is and what is not have to deal with the Coutinho's and the Dembele's and who is... But let me remind you, let me remind you, Farouk, the thing is, like, Coleman might be uh, not a very good coach, but I'll tell you something, football has always proven that good managers can make sub-mediocre players rise above the occasion time and time again. If you're a good enough manager, you can turn anybody to work for you. Anybody to like give their all on the pitch. I guess like, Sheriff is a good example for that. But that's a one-game team. Hmm? That's that's a, that's 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 a cup competition. Like it's just a couple of like they play this week and then they don't play again. After two weeks they play again. After two weeks yeah, they play again. They so qualified for. They went through qualif uh, UCL qualifiers and they qualified not for Conference League, not for Europa League. They qualified for the Champions League. Then they beat Shakhtar and then they beat us. Yeah. It's no fluke. Not a small feat. It's no fluke. And they lost and, just two one to Inter, right, Sheriff? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. and you know that's that's definitely no fluke. And uh, their squad is so cheap, you know. Yeah, it's like, not cheap. I get, I get your point. For example, we can point to Leicester in England. For example, like Leicester yeah. is literally punching above their weight like, and based on anything. Or Atlanta in Italy, you can also point to this. Actually, but what I'm just trying to point out is that what we're doing here is that we're holding Barca to a certain standards, which is yeah. the standards of the past. Because literally, like yeah. it's not like Barca mm-hmm. is like in the third division or something like that. 
Mm. You get like Barca was like the, they won the uh, what's it called the Copa the previous year. They were like third yeah. in the league. You understand? And up until the third week, uh, the I think the third week before the last game week, they were still in the competition. I think before yeah. they started, like they lost their shit and they couldn't like keep up. So like that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying like okay, like this is like stuff. Like I'm just saying like we should we're holding them to a certain standard that they're no yeah. longer. Like we should not be able to do that because, like, when you compare the players like bit for bit, like literally, there is a huge, huge, huge gap there. Like this is what I'm saying. Like maybe you know the coaches should also get like a slack. And really, I feel like yeah. more of a more more than Coman. Like we should go back to you know Bartomeu. Like Bartomeu is like the more of the bigger problem yeah. in Russia, actually. Yeah, that but, guy did a job. Uh, thing is, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we do hold we do hold them by the uh pre uh, the standards that. Uh, like when they used to be good uh but yeah. uh you know what um uh, the thing is uh we suffered when ronaldo left and you yeah. know we became subpar that season yeah. uh we did win yeah. the fifa club world cup but then we we took a massive beating in super cup and la liga was terrible ucl was embarrassing uh and uh you know we did we weren't as bad as barcelona is right now but we were pretty pretty bad and uh the, but we still had the same standards as our ucl selves and that's why yeah. we sort of bounced back I'm, i say sort of because you know we're we're like we're still uh, not there yet. yeah like uh, no, when yeah. you say ucl favorites is psg bayern city uh, and then maybe us but you know at this point people will probably say liverpool even though yeah, that yeah basically you know what i mean uh, and uh, so the, the thing is you have to hold those high standards even if you're terrible so you can bounce yeah. back because we did bounce yeah. back so uh, 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 sort and we're still bouncing back so we're, we're going up and up right now i think even mm. even though our sub is uh, constantly uh just whining whenever we don't win like when we didn't win against Osasuna like oh no I feel so bad against uh, about this season and like this season is right now going way better than so can last I, season. Can I interrupt you for a minute please? Yeah. Sorry about that. So actually what happened now is you, you actually brought a very good example. So like the point is we won the Champions League right? Then who left? Zidane left. Ronaldo left, and then Bill literally got like, or should I say, he became useless. So that's another thing. But the point is now, the Barca we know has been depleted bit by bit over the years without replacement. Alves, Abidal, Carlos Puyol, Iniesta, that's, Zavi, that's what, it, that's David what happens when the club you know, bends Pedro. over for one player, man. It shouldn't happen. It's not about bending over for one player. Literally, they paid Liverpool 140 million. Like, literally, these guys paid Liverpool for. Continue eliminating them from the Champions League. Imagine how crazy is this? Like you're literally yeah. paying a club because your player eliminated you from the Champions League. You understand? Like you're paying, you're paying, you know, you're paying Dortmund for Dembele literally playing PlayStation in his room. You get what I'm saying? So it's not about like bending over for one specific. It's just about you every know, time he comes back, plan, there's a new manager. There's a, there's a lot of there was a lot of bad planning there. So I feel like you know, yeah. for us like we're lucky like we actually <laughs> have like a transition system. You understand? Like mm-hmm. before Ramos left. Militao came to the fore, you know, and then yeah. Alaba came in, you know, yeah. Modric is getting older, Valverde is getting better, you know, and then yeah. Kamavinga comes in also to, you know, so, supplement these positions, you understand? And then, just because Hazard couldn't have, wasn't able to step up to Ronaldo, I feel that this, this was our biggest problem, actually. 
we had a lot of expectations for Eden Hazard. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to step up, and then that's why we know we have to rely on the Benzi on the uh, Vinis and Rodrigo's and the Young. So with time, we will get there. But for Barca, it was like a whole new thing. Like you started seeing players like Paulinho, although Paulinho did very well at Barca, but like this is yeah. the anti-Barcelona player. Like this is the and when you're looking for an anti-Barcelona, like you should look at this guy. And then you start seeing the likes of Martin Braithwaite, Luke Young, even to some essence, Memphis are fine. Like on a normal day, Memphis would never have John Bias, even not because of Bruno Koeman, I think personally. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like Koeman, Koeman you know. is more of a Barca play, type of player, at least, uh, you know. But the examples you mentioned, Luke De Jong, like when was the last time Barcelona had a target man, number nine, being deployed in their team? I don't remember. That, and that's the only player you can remember. And even that was a shitty deal. It's just because Guardiola fell out with uh, Samuel Eto'o and then he wanted like a different striker. And Ibra, then... right? Ibra, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. They found Zelatan and Zelatan only lasted one year and then he was gone. And then David Villa came in. Anyways, right. man, it is what it is, man. I guess let's... let's, let's I think we, should, we shouldn't spend more time yeah. talking about Barca. We hope they come back because we need them to come back. Unless and until they do, the league is going to be question from other you know people who like outside spain and we are going to lose our edge if Barca don't up their game we need them as much as you know uh when you when farouk said <clears throat> uh, when farouk said about dest playing as a winger uh the funny thing is uh you know my commentators the georgian commentators explaining like by the way, uh, Serginho Dest is a right back, but he's having a problems in defenses in in the, in, in his in defense. So he's playing yeah. as a winger right now because he's good at attacking. And then he did he he, he did that shot, and he, you know, when he should have scored, he yeah. just went way over the bar. So uh, this happened as uh, the commentator was explaining about uh, Dest, I think. And, uh, you know, uh, he's saying, like, oh, so Dest is good as a, at attacking, but he's ca- kind of mediocre at defending, so he's playing as a winger, and then he sh- he, yeah. sh- he shoots it to the sky, and, like, commentators, like, Dest should go back to defense. <laughs> come, and, <laughs> come and put him back in the defense. <laughs> uh, you know, um, they... Uh, you know what? what uh, the game ended in 2-1. And I predicted that we were going to win by at least 2. And... Uh, I think... The goal they, they scored at 97th minute... Was... Yeah. Uh, was a... Kind of a fluke. And what I mean by this... Like, we were up by 2 and it's like 97th minute. So, our players... Alaba slipped. Yeah, Alaba slipped. Yeah, Alaba slipped, and our players like you know what we won it already, and like they didn't they didn't like bring it they just through. They that. did not play until the whistle. They they were like, okay, we won, and then they scored. It didn't matter, but it yeah. it'd be you know better with a clean sheet and a two goal victory. But uh, I also want to talk about Asensio. Uh, Jesus well, Christ, your guy. our sub has a hate agenda against him. Like, yeah. he, he was not bad this game. He was not as bad as uh, people made, it, no. made him out to be. You should, you should actually understand where the hate comes from. He was, he was, he was supposed to be the next big thing. He was the Moses like, that was going to take us to the promised land, right? 
Yeah, yeah but like our expectations changed at the moment and uh, it is un- the injury mindset. Yeah, sure. Inj- and you know, his this whole season, except yeah. for one game against Villarreal, yeah. I think uh, he has been way better than uh, he was last season. So even if he's twenty five and uh, maybe he already had his peak, he's improving from last season. Uh, like mm. yeah, you can call the uh, hat trick a luck, hat trick luck. Uh, but he yeah. then he had that assist uh, with uh, to Benzema. He was mm. active uh, in one of the other games that I don't really remember. Maybe maybe it was Barcelona. I don't know. Uh, Not really Barcelona. Uh, yeah, I was talking um, about Osuna by the way right now. But uh, you know he was he was crucial to the second goal that we scored against Barcelona. Yeah. But against yeah. Osasuna, he was one of the players who was actually active. He performed better he than Benzema. Because Benzema yeah. was Benzema, Benzema was bad. He wasted many chances. He yeah. wasn't as good as maybe he's tired. You can't carry the team always. Yeah, that's like I'm, I'm, I'm not holding it against him, but you know it is no. just you know the sub was like change Asensio and yo know, maybe change wasn't the bad, but like Asensio is shit. Asensio plays so bad. Asensio was like second best in our attack against like after Winnie. Uh, then yeah. Rodrigo came on. He had a couple of good well, dribbles, good, good but moments. yeah, but you know nothing, uh, nothing special. Like uh, you know, it, it's not. Uh, I don't blame him. I blame uh, Osasuna's uh, Osasuna's eleven-man defense there. But uh, you know, Asensio was better than people make him out to be. You know, yeah. it's just that after last season when he did not uh, perform well. Uh, mm-hmm. People are are just hating on him for no reason. He's he's the minutes has he's played and he hasn't played a lot this season. He has been like decent. He like th- for me for me at least like I I get your sentiment Noro but for me at least he has way like way to go like ways to go before he can be mentioned among the starters for us. Yeah, that's hundred percent. Like he he gonna bring so much more to the team. 100%. Talking about starting again, having Mendy back for the Clasico, I think changed our entire entire game yeah. plan, because you know, like think think from a very neutral perspective, like take your Real Madrid fan out of you and then just think plainly. And when you look at Barcelona being in a total uh, catastrophe, we could have actually come out and you know, like released all the shackles and have a go at them, but. I'm I'm I was really happy that Ancelotti didn't do that and was a bit more pragmatic, like trying to see the game out, like trying to push Barca out wide, and like crowding the middle. I think that worked us uh, worked to our favor like throughout the game. If we like thought we could like dominate them um, at their home ground, like going for a more um, like a basketball match uh, per se, we would have. Yep, we're back. Uh, yeah. Sorry, oh. technical difficulties. Okay, continue. Yeah, actually, as I was saying, like, uh, at the end of the last episode, like, you know, we discussed about, like, you actually, Sunaid was saying, especially, like, you know, 
nightmares about you know the six nil like the six two drawbins or five nils and stuff like that. Yeah. Really, I was expecting you know us to boss Barcelona. I actually would have been content with the, like a one nil like victory, but with mm -hmm. a good performance. Like I've been waiting for a good performance since you know the Super Cup against Barcelona, and like Barcelona has gotten weaker and weaker and weaker. But like it's yeah. still like we're playing. I don't know. Like I feel like. Even still, I as a fan, like I still go into the game like not very sure about this. I feel like the players also share that kind of feeling I have. Like, okay, let's just win this game. Let's not overdo anything. Let's not play to our yeah. right self. You know. But I felt yeah. like these guys were there for the taking. I felt like if we play expansive football, worst yeah. case will happen. We would repeat the six-two, but not in our favor. You get what That's I'm trying to say? Like, I, that was what I was thinking, really. But like, I just felt, you know, I feel like still the players also, although they are new players now, like a lot of them. Yeah. But I feel like we haven't yeah. still, you know. May, like kills those demons yeah i feel like we still be proud i was actually disappointed we won the game but like i was disappointed about the performance i was really waiting because i would more. be disappointed as well like obviously we all want to watch attacking football and goals galore but don't you think game management is also a huge part of for sure like i'm not i'm not like actually like criticizing the coach for what he has done like this is the right yeah. thing actually that's because you're going after all it's still come to whatever happens you know you're going mm. away to Barcelona at, at almost full capacity, you know. it's yeah. There's a pressure there, there's something there, you understand? So you just yeah. have to play out the game pra pragmatically. And he was right, actually, that. And the results actually vindicate that. But I just felt, you know, like, I'm waiting for that performance. And now, you know, with the coach gone and Xavi comes back and the sentiment of all that, now it's yeah. maybe like the we've we've passed that bridge now and we can't actually go and dominate Barca at any of these I think we'll anymore. still have at least a couple more classicals before... Xavi can, you know, imprint his... Uh, uh, his what, what I'm just looking for is to get the fifth victory, man. Let's just make it 5-0. Five, five five, no, no. Last time it's in like 56 that. years, boys. Five Long time in the making, man. Uh, you know, wow. uh, what? Uh, this game uh, against yeah. Barcelona, uh, it, it was one of those weird games when both teams are trying to... Uh, no, 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 hold on a sec. Did you just move to a strip club or something? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just changing the lights. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to make it dance. Uh, you know, uh, the one, uh, one, uh, one thing about the game was it was one of those weird games where like both yeah. teams are trying to break each other. You know, yeah. and in this sort of games, most of the times, uh, the way it works is the first goal opens up the game massively, and then Absolutely. then the rain of goals come in. But this yeah. th the this game was weird in an aspect that the first goal did not open up the game at all. No, like both of us, both Barcelona and Real Madrid, were trying to just break uh, each other and it was not like a, a game of skill it was an, an individuality it was more like a, a game of coaches uh, mm. and tactics uh, yeah. uh, like so, we tried our best not to lose our shape yeah like yeah it, like yeah like if you noticed uh, like uh, w the way we played against Shakhtar and the way we played against Barcelona the, there was yeah. a massive difference in individuality. Well, uh, of course, Vinicius, uh, you know, ripped apart the, their uh, defense and uh, yeah. just made them uh, run around and a lot. But that's yeah. what Vinicius does all the time. So it's it's like nothing surprising there. Uh, what I mean is yeah. like it was less individuality and more of a uh, you know uh, kind of like a, a program that was trying to run. 
You know, it was like yeah. both uh, both uh, teams play, play, played like a, a machine trying to, co to complete a task, and uh, yeah. you know it, it kind of had a had did not have much life to it, uh, yeah. but uh, because but of, like both teams awesome. were yeah. afraid to you know make a mistake, uh, uh, lose the More than game. Afraid. I felt like. Barca looked clueless, bro. Like, don't you think? They were just crossing the ball in for I don't know who. I mean... To Depay? To Dest? Yeah, that, that's uh, that's already, like, uh, a difference in class between uh, Barcelona and us. Uh, because, uh, well, we know why. Uh, so, like, that, that was, uh, to me, it that was the game. Like, uh, it wasn't, like... Uh, a, a game. It was more like a task for both of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, we 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 both. The goal though, the goal though, like the pass by Rodrigo and <sighs> how Alaba won back the ball. Uh, the pass by well, Vinicius that before run. that was insane as well. What oh, a yeah. what a strike! What a cannon from Alaba! Actually, that was awesome. actually that points back to actually you know like Nondo was saying like you know like we're trying to like be a robot and something. Actually, that I think that was the only moment in the game I'm not mistaken where like the the structure was broken, like, mm -hmm. you know, like, because yeah. Alaba, just yeah. everyone, like, the, the structure was totally broken and it was just a fast break outside, you know, and, like, the defense was there and yeah. the attack was... Rodrigo actually like, came inside when he exactly, usually just ex kicks out wide. He's yeah. in the wing, exactly, yeah. that's the point. So, like, the structure was totally broken and it was just, like, a swift move and, you know, actually, I was thinking maybe the goal might be outside or not, but actually, it wasn't so outside. Yeah, like, uh, the, no. second, the second goal was kind of uh, not a very, uh, like... There wasn't a uh, structure to it either, but it, it, it was one man. Yeah, uh, it was like uh, an interception, if I remember correctly. And you know, Barcelona was like uh, in on our side. Piqué was but, crying in the box. Yeah, was crying on the box in the box, and like whole Barcelona was on our our half because they had to score because they were losing. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, um, me and my friend were watching this game, uh, and uh, so he's like. Uh, someone's gonna score on 92nd minute and you know when we uh, when we say like 92nd minute we mean like 92 and something you know technically yeah. it counts as 93rd minute but you know we call it 92 uh, so like uh, he says like he, someone's gonna score we are gonna score on 92nd minute and yeah. I'm like uh, who's gonna score and he's like first like Casemiro no, Benzema, and I'm like, and this is like 60th minute or something, Asensio's still not on, and I'm like, Asensio's gonna score. And uh, we weren't even uh, sure, like, Asensio's gonna come on or not. I just said it, you know, it's kind of a prediction, you just do it uh, uh, at random. And, uh, and so, Asensio comes on, and 92nd minute, Asensio's running towards... Uh, towards the uh, towards Ter Stegen and uh, me and my friend are freaking out like it's 92nd minute Asensio's running and when he shot and, uh, and Ter Stegen saved uh, my heart was broken like uh, uh, you know uh, Lucas Vasquez scored and like I was like yeah. yes but I was still kind of sad over the fact that my prediction was this close you know, yeah, since you mentioned Lucas Vasquez, bro, bro, you shit on him every week. Time to give him. He's a shit love. defender. He scored a goal. He, he's an attacker. He's a shit defender. 
And he's a shit defender, but and, as a whole, like we're just looking at him as a player. Does where he did he the, contribute or not? Where did that's the question. Where did the uh, second goal? Uh, when the, uh, where did the attack start on the second goal? By Carvajal, the actual right it back did. we have. <laughs> His clearance started the counter attack. And then Lucas Vasquez scored because one's a right back and the other one's a right winger. And that moment proves it. Like, he, Don't you think, Farouk, this guy's opinion of Lord Vasquez is a bit harsh? Lord right? Vasquez is a right back for the dark days. He should not be a right back if we have apps like someone. Even if we, like, if we had Odriozola. I th- Odriozola would do better, even though like after the Mallorca game, I used to hate Odriozola so much. But when he came okay. back no, from like, Bayern, you have a, like you have an agenda against Lord Lucas, man. Like Vasquez is like man. No, you, you have like, like really you have an agenda, man. He's like, a shit defender. The What's the agenda there? Like who will ever pick? Uh, I remember Odriozola when Vasquez. You were the only person literally. No one like, would do that. I don't know, man. I was I was against Odriozola, but then he came back and he played decently. Uh, but you know when. Remember the way Vasquez just rolled the ball on his finger before you know. That was ten. awesome because he's an attacker. Man, man, man! You just said Odriozola came back and played played differently. Like last season, where were you when like Lucas Vasquez was literally like? Last season he was gr- he was decent. Like the now he's shit. He's awful. Powerful, man. The whole he season, he's been awful. Man. man, give him the benefit of the doubt. The, dude, he was decent. He was decent last season. And this season, he's been awful as a right back. Absolutely terrible. Fuck my man's on stack, man. He, always, he can't be careful for like 10 years. He has to be like careful for like a He's never years, been careful, but he, he, he did the job last season. Uh, and, you know... I, when he was like uh, uh, linked with Manchester United... I did not want him to leave. I still don't want him to leave, and I was happy that we gave him an extension. I was desperately, I desperately wanted us to give him an extension. But this season, he's been absolutely shit as a right back. Defending, can't disagree, bro. Yeah, it's, like it's a fact. He it's was fact. decent up until the moment where, where when Sergio Busquets injured him against in last El Clasico. This yeah. season, he's just been making mistake after mistake. And he's like mm. always cut out of. Uh, he's always uh, cut out of position. And when he's in position, uh, the uh, attackers usually dribble past him like he's not even there. Yeah. That's a, that's like he's. I've said it last episode as well. He was tackling really well last season, and this season mm. I I cannot recall one of his tackles. At least like I can't even like I I can't remember. A tackle that he made that was. Like, I remember since you mentioned it. I remember at the beginning of the second half um, in the El Clasico, Barca was going for a four-two-three-one, like a, like a um, a very flexible four-two-three-one, and their only reason for this change was to attack Lucas Vasquez mm-hmm. on 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 our right. And well, uh, you have your reasons, bro, but he brings something, and we gotta just appreciate it, you know. Like he's not. Well, yeah, he brings something man. definitely because we need him. Yeah. And well, Valverde should not be wasted and as a also, right back. Also, guys, did you know both us um, and Barcelona had the same XG? That's oh. mad. 
Wow. We had 1.6. They had 1.6. That's okay. That's crazy. I don't know how they do this. Like, um, I think we had more clear-cut chances, but we couldn't capitalize on them. Remember the Benzema chance? Like, oh my God, I thought that was a goal, but um, uh, I think it was called back for offside. But it was just by a little margin. Like, we were like carving them open time and time again. And uh, I wanna, I wanna, I guess, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just finish it. No, 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 go for okay. it, go for it. Uh, I want to I note that uh, one time when Vinicius was offside. But boy, what did he do to Ter Stegen was disgusting. Oh my god, yeah, I remember. I remember. He just, he just... Yeah, like, Ter Stegen was just crawling on the floor, just left, right, left, right, left, right. Not just Ter Stegen, the, um, the defenders as well, but... You know, I already knew it was an offside, so I didn't want yeah. uh, Vinicius to shoot, and I want—I just wanted him to continue. And boy, did he continue! He, would, he just would not stop. Like left, right, left, right. And Ter Stegen is just going here, like this, basically, just rolling, are uh, rolling around in the grass. And me and my friend, would, which both know that he was offside, and I think he even he knew he was offside. We're just laughing our asses off. That was great. And, you know, I tried to find a clip of that somewhere, and I, I, I just couldn't. Uh, that was a that was an amazing moment, man. Like, Ter Stegen's I'm... probably the only player I like from Barcelona. And, like, I, really? I, I felt bad for the guy. <laughs> but that, yeah, that was just... Yeah, he's a good goalkeeper. He's a great goalkeeper. Like, two people... That carried Barcelona uh, through these past few years are uh, Messi and uh, Ter Stegen. Yeah. And you know when, I, when I I I've been saying when Messi's gonna leave, there mm. Barcelona's gonna have a much worse time than we we had after Ronaldo Ronaldo yeah. left, and boy was I right. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. What's that sort man? What's Like. Let me tell you something. You just mentioned, bro, you just mentioned that uh, they're going to have a harder time than us and whatnot. I I get the point that we actually won a league and they won a league as well, uh, post-Ronaldo. But the fact that Barcelona is still... How many points behind us? Three? Uh, Five? No, six points behind us. No, yep. Just six, six points, points behind us. Six points is not a big deal, man. Six points can go away in two match days. And the fact that we can't capitalize on other teams, our prime rivals dropping points left, right, and center, it's it's abysmal, man. Like, Osasuna, like, people people on the sub and, like, on Twitter, they were calling them anti-football, like, terrorist football, terrorist ball, and whatnot. Like, what do you expect? Do you expect teams to come to the Bernabeu and just play attacking football. Like, what what planet do you live in, man? Like, like every big team has to come across this low low block and and has to find a way through. Like as simple as that. Like, what did you guys think? Can we blame it on uh, them for being defensive or on us for being poor? That's my question. Uh, you know what? Um, I think first of all, we cannot win every game. That's the thing. That's the one thing. We are... Ne- like, no team it. exists that is going to win every game. I mean, PSG has some, like, uh, FIFA-type bullshit team. 
that you, yeah. you know you start a manager career and uh, you just buy everyone you want. That's the point. He, they play in a terrible league compared to you know most other leagues that you yeah. know top top European leagues. But like the only reason uh, they're in top five, they I think they came back to top five. The only reason they're in top five is PSG, and uh, even they not just they don't win every game. They uh, actually flunk quite. A lot for the team yeah. that they have built. I mean, they are mm. their B team is way better than any team in League One, and even even then they they are they lose more more uh, games that they should. Bayern yeah. lost five nil. They got demolished, and they were I, like. I saw them and I saw the highlights. Oh my god, they just no. ripped them apart. And like, you know, Bayern Bayern is like a team that like every team is afraid to face. That's how good yeah. they are, and they got absolutely demolished. They got their asses handed to them. Uh, you know, we can't be, we can't expect to win every game, but yeah. Yeah. you know this this uh, Osasuna game was, uh, you know, it wasn't you know terrible per se. Uh, we yeah. were attacking. Yeah, yeah. You know, when when we used to play zero uh, zero last season with Zidane. It used to be it used to be drab. Like there oh. was no like yeah. momentum. It was like watch, wa- watching it. paint dry or like going to a desert yeah. and sitting there for like an hour and a half. That's what you it used, used to feel before man. Like stop using all these stupid annotations man. Get to your point. Yeah uh <laughs> This game was interesting, and you know, yeah. uh, to be honest, the game was actually kind of good, and it was mm-hmm. n- wasn't a, like uh, it was a pity that the game ended at zero zero for the quality that it yeah. offered because we were attacking constantly, uh, and but the thing is, we were attacking with one intensity, and it wasn't like we, mm. we were fairly intense like not too intense or anything that that's against Shakhtar uh, we were qu- fairly uh, intense in attacking but you know they were just defended out of their minds uh, 10 men behind the ball yeah always uh, and you know they did they they props to them they did defend out of their minds they did uh, defend enough to hold us back for uh, 90 minutes, 94, uh, yeah. 95, there was one minute, uh, and, you know, they actually almost scored against us that one time, uh, oh when, I don't know how, Courtois, was it a Courtois save, or was no. it a deflection? It was a, it was a post, oh, then it, uh, then it deflected off the post, it hit Carvajal, and almost went, went in the goal, but we, uh, we got lucky there, twice. Because it didn't uh, go in with the first, uh, with the first shot didn't go in, and then it didn't go in uh, after it hit Carvajal. Uh, and I think that was the uh, like one moment where it absolutely should have gone in. Like we did not yeah. have uh, a moment that was as a hundred percent goal as that should have. Yeah, been. we didn't have such a clear cut yeah. chance like no. they had. No. Yeah, exactly. So. You know, actually, it's 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 uh, actually what I actually noticed from the game was actually at the end of the game, if I'm not mistaken, like they were showing like the uh, attacking intensities, like all our attacks were from the left. Like we had, I think, 33 attacks from the left and like either six or five from the right. 
So I was like, wow, like how how is that? You know, like because it was obvious actually during the game, like they had a plan, and the plan was like yeah. to fill the right as much as possible, and literally the left was okay, not not empty, but like yeah. I get the point, like why you know Asensio should not, I don't know. Our right side is a crutch, bro. Our team uses our right side as a crutch to just stand. That's it. That's it. But yeah. Carvajal was back, you know. That that's the point, you know. Carvajal was yeah. back. I don't know. Actually, I I just felt maybe you know we could have actually. I felt Rodrigo might have you know just continued a lot of good stuff if he had started actually. Rodrigo is a weird player, man. You know, he's decent, but he's he doesn't have the flair Vinicius has. But he can dribble. Sure, definitely. Uh, definitely. He has a yeah. He has a great shot, but he doesn't utilize it all the time. You know, but when it, yeah. when the, he has a moment, he makes sure to use it. But the yeah. thing is, he does not have that many moments. That many moments. My point actually is this: like for me, I'd rather think like uh, Rodrigo over the hazards and the what's it, Asensio's. You know, for me, like mm -hmm. I'd rather think like Rodrigo over them. So that's just my point. Like, actually, you know, he's 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 the best. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's been in some form, and really, you know, like I just keep wondering, like when will Luka Jovic catch a game? For God's sake, like you're in the buckle. I don't you're know. You're throwing in four players. So I think Carlo did have to get do? Benzema injured, bro. That's no, like you don't have to take off Benzema. Like Benzema plays with like the with Mbappe and Griezmann in front. You know, so yes. he can play with Luka Jovic as well. Like Benzema, that's the good thing about him. He's a very adaptive player. Bring down Benzema, like drop him. Already, like even during the game, you could actually see that there were a lot of positions that Benzema was like literally away from the ATM. Yeah, there were a lot of positions like that. So like you need that guy in there. You know, at least let's have a guy who can you know be the focal point, like be the target man or whatever you want. Like, to call if you, if you're gonna put in twenty crosses, like put someone in who can finish them off. You know, that's, that's the point. Uh, you know precisely. And like, really, I just said, like, no, I don't know, man. Ancelotti said that. Uh, Jovic wasn't a hundred percent, and that's why he didn't play him. Well, the man was on the bench. If you're on the bench, it means you're free to play. Like, actually, we're not asking him to start the game. Not, the last, last ten minutes. minutes. Exactly, something like minutes. this, you know. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. But you know, uh, he knows it better. I think. Uh, you know, uh, like he said that. You know, Zizou, Zizou always said that he like. He wants Hazard to play, but he's injured. And if he wasn't injured, he would play. And Anshad just straight up went to a press conference and said, "Like Hazard, shit, I don't play him." And I, I like, I guess this it's the same for um, Jovic. Jovic, and like he he wasn't playing uh, Asensio, and uh, you know when Asensio got mad that he wasn't playing, uh, Ancelotti said. It's good that he's mad that he doesn't play. He should be mad. Uh, yeah. wh and when I'm going to notice that he deserves to play, he's going to play. That yeah. After yeah. that, he played and Asensio scored a hat-trick. Exactly. You know, so I think Ancelotti knows it better, I guess. You know, uh, and just Jovic is... Jovic is a fa false point. hope, get, like, uh, false hope just coming back again and again and again because... Yo, he's gonna play once, he's gonna yeah. do fuck all, uh, we're gonna get pissed at him, then he's not gonna yeah. play for a really long time, and then we're gonna start uh, de yeah, demanding him again because we already forgot that he was terrible last time because he hasn't played for so yeah. long. And yeah, that's a cycle. And like, I just start, stop... He's kind of fucking bulk. 
I, I, I just stop, stop, uh, you know, hoping that one day Jovic or Hazard are gonna do anything you of use to us. Speaking of Jovic and Hazard, actually, there was a run Hazard started to make in the game, and like the guys like clipped his ankles, and then like he passed. Like I was like kind of oh, oh he God, passed oh, away. I don't know if you guys remember, like, there was a moment like this. He actually took the ball and he actually went past the guy. And, like, it kind of had shades of, like, you know, the Chelsea hazard. And I don't know, man. I just, but then still, it was just all shit. But actually, speaking about Jovic, you know, I don't know, but I've always been of the opinion that really Jovic has not been given a chance at Madrid, actually. Like, they, I just, I don't, I just feel that personally, like, he hasn't but he been given has, a chance. Though. Like, he was given many chances when? and he did not use it, any of them. Like, Kamawinga came on, scored. Then he started, got an assist. And Jovic has... Jo I think Jovic has just one goal. And that goal was... I, I remember Valverde just gifting it to to Jovic. Because Valverde could 100% score himself. But he saw, like, Jovic and Valverde is the type of... Like, he, Valverde is very unselfish. And he just gave it yeah. to Jovic. So Jovic could just get a very, very, very easy tap. And even I could have scored that. That, that's the only goal from Jovic that I remember. Maybe yeah, there was like one the, more. But there was a bullet header I can't recall against who, but it was actually the fifth goal of the match. We scored, I think we scored five goals in the match, and he, he came on and he scored the last one. Actually, it was a bullet header. But my point is this: actually, Jovic has started maybe one, two, three, four games in his first season. I remember like actually they tried to play him together with Benzema, and then they saw that that wasn't working or something like that. But like in the first season, actually, we also were trying to get grips of what Zidane was trying to do also then, actually. But my point is this, like, you don't make such investment. I think Jovic was a 70 million euros investment, if I'm not mistaken. And you don't make, you don't make a, such investment just by giving him two games, three games, a game in 15 minutes remaining. For Kamavinga, he was lucky because he, he came in a good time. When Jovic yeah. came, like, we literally shit the previous year for, like, Santi Solari and the, what was he called? Uh, the, coach, uh, the former coach, uh, Spain coach, you know? Yeah, Lopetegui, for example, you understand, like, we were, like, literally shit from those guys. So, like, Zidane was just trying to get the shit together when Jovic came. So, we could not have expected him, like, to get it running instantly. You can see what happens, like, at, with Guardiola and C at City. Like, he has a good system running and it's in a good moment. So, literally, the guys like Phil Foden can come in and Jack Grealish can come in and, you know, they can also show that we're good players. But, like, if it was in a bad moment, most likely the likes of Phil Foden would not be able to show themselves. But, like, I feel like for Jovic, like, he hasn't really had that chance, man. Literally, we sent him back to Frankfurt, and he came back, and then now also it's just the same. We should, as you say, we should the same give, give him a chance. But I'll tell you, I'll, I'll read out a stat to you, bro. So, the trio of Benzema, Vinicius, and Rodrigo have never lost a game together. Nine wins and three draws. Yeah. There is a reason why Jovic is out of the team, but I feel you like he needs minutes to be consistent. Yeah. And you know, you know, we of. we can say that Vinicius has been starting because we haven't had a left winger. Pretty yeah. much, you know, he's good, but he's good, but even if he wasn't good, like, we don't have an alternative, uh, you know, because Hazard is just there to be there. Uh, Hazard and, doesn't have the legs anymore. And, you know, so le le Rodrigo then, let's talk about Rod Rodrigo is, was not, uh, n has never been as, uh, like, a clear starter as uh, Vinicius has been. But you know, yeah. one one time he started a UCL game and then he scored a hat trick. And that's right. you know, he moments, man. many he's been given chances and he's used most of them. 
you know, uh, yeah. Valverde wasn't a starter either, but he was, mm-hmm. I, uh, he was on, uh, during the trainings, which I assume, uh, he's been mm-hmm. great during the trainings, uh, he's, uh, you know, showed himself to the coach, then he gave, the coach gave him a chance, and then uh, he used the, those chances well, and then he's established himself as a starter, or at least, you know, uh, he's a very, very important player. Kamawinga came. He's he, uh, yeah. I said he scored a goal and assist, uh, assisted. That's not his main role either. Uh, he did his he uh, his main role, whatever it is, uh, was done pretty well. Uh, and uh, you know, although he has a few flaws, which I'm gonna talk about uh, in a bit. Uh, but you know, he used his chances well. Jovic has, you know, he's given, he's been given a few starts. He's been given, he's been substituted a few times here and there. According to Wikipedia, uh, Wikipedia says he has uh, played 26 games for Real Madrid. Now, granted, like around five games, maybe even more, been like last five minutes. Uh, yeah. Most of them have been last 10, 20 minutes, uh, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, and there has be, have been a few starts during, uh, when uh, Zidane started uh, Jovic uh, with Benzema. And by the way, uh, this season, uh, people on the sub were saying, let's start Jovic with Benzema. They work so well together. And I remember when uh, Zidane did it three times uh, last season, people were like, Oh no, don't start Jovic with Benzema, they work so bad together. So like, uh, you know, I, I've learned to not, you know, not listen you to You know what song. my gripe is, bro? Like, you know what my gripe is? Like, the best of the best, the creme de la creme, bro, when you're given 10 minutes, you grab it with both your hands and you like... Like do your best. Oh, not when you're competing with Benzema, man. Like really, like the the problem there is, is actually, I actually, it's like a kind of a dilemma because like really, like Benzema is actually literally the guy. Like in world football, maybe okay, you can say Lewandowski if you want to say. You understand? But like for me, like as a complete player, like Benzema is the guy. He scores the goals. He finishes. He helps. You know, like he creates chances. He takes away defenders. He like he knows how to do the things. Everything literally. He's the guy. Yeah. yeah but so competing with him, it's like that's. For example, it's like Bobby Firmino at Liverpool. Like literally, like to compete with this guy, it's like it's almost impossible. Mm. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but that's, that's, that's he should push but, himself harder. That's the that's Benzema yes, is the reason exactly. he has to play well. Like let's say Lucas Bro. Vasquez, he can play right wing and he can play right back. And Carvajal is injured a lot of the time, so he will yeah. get play time. Most definitely. Like even like let me tell you guys something. Even if it's not a rigid four four two, if Jovic was like a really elite finisher, like I'm pretty sure who are the coaches, who are the managing staff is, they would find a way to actually play Benzema and Jovic in the uh-huh. same team. Yeah. Anyways, Benzema drifts out to the wide. To the left, right? Yeah. Like, always. So, why can't they play together? Like, if Jovic could put away his chances, he would have had a better career at Real Madrid. That's my opinion. For yeah. sure. You know, uh, that's that's 100% there, right there. And, like, uh, that's why he should push himself harder for because of Benzema. Like, Lucas Vasquez, he has not... 
I, like I've been I've been shitting on Lucas Vasquez so much because he hasn't been like world class, and that's the thing. Yeah. He hasn't. He doesn't even have to be world class to play. That's the yeah. thing. He he will get to play yeah. anyways because that's the situation. Yeah. But Jovic, yeah. Jovic will not play. No way will he play if if him. he yeah. if he's not like in an insane form. And for, to be, yeah. to go into insane form, first you have to you know put the first bricks, and he has not he has not put the first bricks down at all. Like he hasn't yeah. done anything of importance for our team at all like like the biggest praise that i've heard for jovic was the oh you know this time he was active and that, you know that, that's that's terrible you know what uh, you, you said it's not jovic but i don't know what what else to call it like it's not criticism anymore. Like at this point, we should just like, like actually, yeah, like I don't we hate yeah. him, but like he's he's shit. Yo, at least when Mariano, Mariano's like worse than Jovic. But when yeah. I when I see Mariano playing for Real Madrid, and, you know, I, I look at him at least Mariano? like he, yo, I look at him. He tries. He's just so bad that he it does nothing works. But at least he tries. And you, when do I you, watch Jovic, do he doesn't even do? try anything. That's the reason. Farouk, I wanted to, um, like, um, extend on this point that Nono made to you. Um, yeah. The reason why Mariano had had, like, like a mini career at Real Madrid was because of his hard work. Mm -hmm. And do you know what that hard work resulted in? Remember the goal he scored against, I think it was Roma. Celta Vigo or something in the title-winning season, off his shoulder when oh. he needed the goal the most? Remember the goal in the Clasico? Man, tell me one moment Jovic had like the ones Mariano did. It's all down to how hard you work, man. Like, in my opinion, like he should be... I feel, I feel maybe right. the comparison might not be fair because given that Mariano came through the system, he was used to Real Madrid. Real Madrid, like it's, a, it's like a home to him. Like he knows the yeah. ins and the outs of it, you understand? So this is this, actually. <laughs> but what I'm just trying to point out, like Jovic was a young guy who came like to, from Frankfurt to Bar to Real. Yeah, like it was, a, it, was a, it was like a really, really big deal for him, you understand? He needed mm -hmm. time to assimilate and all kind of stuff and what is and what is not. Like, let's not forget, like, we have a look at, we have a player here, Luka Modric, who eventually won the Ballon d'Or. In the first season, actually, he was voted the worst transfer in La Liga that year. That was, that, that was, like, he was so shit that even Alex Song at Barcelona could not even win <laughs> the worst transfer, you know. It was like, yeah. like, Modric was so shit then. So I just feel like, I you know, we are, we are, maybe, I don't know, man, but the problem is this, you know, sometimes I wish, okay, let Benzema get injured and let's see what happens. But, like, Benzema should not get injured. That's just it. Because if Benzema gets injured, like, we're literally, I don't know, man. We're, we're going to be... We're literally different... a mid-table team without Benzema. That's yeah. Like, we're, we're literally I, in a different place. You know what? I remember Benzema getting injured. And who did we have to rely on? Mariano. Why? Because Jovic fucked off back to Frankfurt and did fuck yeah. all in Frankfurt as well. That's... That's that made me... That made me... So angry at Jovic, and I you know, argue with that. And he I came, think it had something to do with the club uh, choosing to send him back on loan. Don't no. you think? No. Uh, I don't. Uh, was it? I uh, know. I think he asked for it. Like I, I know. Uh, like Odegaard. I know. Uh, 
Zidane asked Odegaard to stay, and he didn't stay. But uh, I think Jovic asked for uh, a loan as well. Yeah. And and they both left, and we needed uh, we needed them both. Yeah, at oh, that yeah. Time. Really, yeah. Yeah. So like. I don't know, Jovic, Jovic is not gonna succeed here, no, not a chance. After this season, we are gonna get rid of him, mark my words. What would Remember. we get for him, man, at this rate? We wouldn't even get 15 million, I, I feel like, that's such a huge loss. I mean, I can pay f- like uh, 10 bucks for him. Okay, okay. I mean, I think that would be overpaying for Jovic. The man is just a glorified midbag. As you said, like the boss has sealed actually for that. Like he's 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 done because most likely next year, like we are gonna spend being a big on an attacker. Like and even new attacker comes, like Benzema stays, Vinicius stays, and the new attacker mm-hmm. joins the team. So that's just it. Like there's no space for anyone left. So I feel he is done actually. So it is what it is. I just felt like you know there was you know, I just felt maybe we were being unfair, but you guys actually read valid points. Like he also has to take the chances. Yeah. Also. You can't argue with uh, the host most of the times, you know. So, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, um, yeah, you make me angry, I'm just going to press stop recording. How are we doing for time? Uh, we are one hour, five minutes in. Let's just move on to Elche. And... Elche. Uh, before Elche, uh, I wanted to just bring up this one dude yeah. who actually uh, splits opinion. Like who divides our fan base like no one else. Uh, there used to be a period when we used to love him, like in unison. But at the moment, Marcelo, guys, like I'm a huge fan of Marcelo and how he plays um, his his usual game. Like he was immense against Osasuna. Like I, whenever I saw him like driving with the ball, it reminded me of what this guy was at the top top level. One of the greatest left backs to ever grace the game he was he was brilliant man like and did you guys also read that he actually asked the club that he wanted to leave uh, for Fluminese at the end of the season like what do you guys think um, is it good riddance or should we keep him uh, so if he continues this way in form thing is, uh, I think the after uh, yeah I read that as well but after that I saw a post saying he want, doesn't want to go back to Brazil he wants to go to uh, another European club uh, but uh, you know uh, Marcelo what a legend of Real Madrid and the game yeah he was one of the best left backs ever if not the best Roberto Carlos has yeah. said that he Marcelo is the best left back and you know I, I don't really remember Roberto Carlos's game that well I didn't watch yeah football back then but I still feel like if he had his fitness back I played I played with him in like uh, not FIFA I used to play PES back then uh, and Robert Carlos <laughs> uh, but uh, you know Marcelo just just the his historical player uh, but I think all good things have to come to an end and I think they have to come I to an end they have to come to an end while they're good things because as you said that our fan base is divided so uh, uh, about him and i think it's better if he leaves while the fan base is divided than while fa- fan base starts to hate on him uh, you know i th- i, th- I think at this point he's 
he has to go because uh first of all he's gonna he's gonna you know open up space for uh miguel and instead of uh mendy and marcelo miguel it's gonna be mendy and miguel and he, miguel's gonna develop more even if he doesn't go to a loan or we don't end up selling him like our last two fullbacks uh yeah. last two left backs there, there were more fullbacks. You, you know what and the fan in me hope the fan in me hope um for a long, long time, uh, if I be honest, that Marcelo's uh, uh, deficiencies in defense um, and his like great um, arsenal of attacking uh, ability would actually make him like a good winger, like you know, like a false winger or some sort. Like when we need to like um, find a difference in tight games, yeah. but it never happened. It never Zidane tried time. that. Remember. He actually played yeah, him in the point. middle, and it, it didn't really work. Because... Because he doesn't have the legs anymore. That's yeah, the only thing. Uh, he has the IQ. He has the... Yeah. So, you know, I, one reason why I want him to leave is... When he got the ball uh, against Osasuna, this, game, this uh, last game, when not just one time, when he would get the ball, even though this game he was decent, Every time he would get the ball, I was like, oh, no. Or every every time uh, they would run uh, from his side, I was like, uh, uh, just just sitting like this, scared that it was, um, uh, that uh, Alaba would have to do uh, a lot to cover for Marcelo. Because, work, yeah, yeah, I'm just scared that Marcelo is there. And, you know, when, when like, a few years are going to pass, I don't want to be like, Oh yeah, I remember uh, when I was scared uh, when Marcelo was uh, playing as a left back. I want to remember it as, oh man, Marcelo, what a player, you know? I I, I don't want like he's getting worse and worse, and I don't I don't want that to be the memory of Marcelo when he's gonna finish when he's gonna hang up his boots. That's a point. Yeah. Anything you got you have to add, Farouk, regarding Marcelo? Actually, I feel like, yeah, as Nando said, like, every good thing comes to an end. I feel it's just the end of a circle, unfortunately. Like, because I feel, I don't know, I just feel like people like Marcelo, like, should not be relegated to the bench. Like, I actually, I'm also a big fan, so, like, I kind of feel pained, you know, like, if you could also recall, like, in the last episode I brought up, actually, like, seeing him play, actually, he brought, like, it was nice, actually, it was nice, but the truth is, like, actually, because he relies on a lot of athleticism, being a fullback, which is normal, and he's just old and he can't actually maintain that anymore, so it's normal, and, like, it's hard, the highest level of football, really. Like, people punish you for, like, the smallest of things, you know. So yeah. we can't just, unfortunately, carry him anymore. So we just need to move on as soon as we can. He also should move on to... Actually, well, I would love him not to play for any European club, just to go to the mm. Americas or, like, I don't know, maybe Asia or whatever. It is. Will be forever a legend at, at Real Madrid, so that's for certain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so moving on to the much more pressing issue... We have Elche away on Saturday. Um, Elche, if you guys don't know, they have been terrible this season. Um, they're 15th in the table, uh, if I'm not wrong. Just won two La Liga games this season, um, in spite of having a, a La Liga veteran as, as coach. Fran Escriba is a well-known figure to many. Um they play a flat 4-4-2. Lucas Perez, uh, who used to be at uh, Deportivo, Arsenal and all that. Omar Mascarel, um, who used to be our uh, graduate, uh, La Fabrica graduate, um, 
and Kiko Casilla, an Ooh. ex-goalkeeper as well. Um, so, yeah, they have some familiar faces uh, we have to go up against. So, um, what do you guys think, man? Uh, Kiko Casilla so, played, uh, played for Real Madrid a while. And, you know, uh, yeah. he's a goalkeeper, but just... Real Madrid players love to score. Uh, ex Real Madrid players love to score against Real Madrid so much. Like I'm, maybe, maybe I'm scared that even a goalkeeper will score against us. That's <laughs> that's how often ex Real Madrid players score against us. It is it is insane how often that happens. Like if a team has an ex Real Madrid player, we are getting scored on. That's always uh, like that. Can't disagree with that. Um, what do you guys think, man? Like. Like um, I, 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 got, I, like I understand your sentiment earlier, Noro, that we can't win every game. La Liga is one of the toughest leagues in in the world. And yeah, it's we not, can't win no every game, game, but we can win yeah. most games. We are, we uh, and and since we didn't win this one, now we're gonna yeah. win this one, the, that one. This there should be a must win. It's time to get back to win. It's about to get back to. Thank yeah, you it's like it's like sheriff. We lost against Sheriff and then then we we just destroyed Shakhtar, so now we didn't win against Osuna, so we're gonna win comfortably. We are gonna score three goals. That's my prediction. At least. Three 0 is it? Three one. Three one. Kiko Casillas score against. No, but uh, my prediction is three one. How, how do yeah. you feel about the game? I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a 2-0, but just to point out point out actually about the sheriff game. After Sheriff, I think we lost to Espanol, no? We did. Ronaldo Thomas, I think. I think RDT scored. He mentioned again. just the UCL game, uh, UCL fixtures. I think. No, no. Yeah, yeah, but like, I'm just trying to point out like back to back actually. So also it's back the Mayor. Yeah, we should yeah, go on a run. So now it's it's from Osasuna to Elche. Well, actually, I feel like we can get back to format. I'm expecting a good performance, like a 2 0 Elche, Elche is a very mediocre team. Osasuna, like we didn't do the preview, man. I had some interesting stuff. Osasuna is is is, is a decent team. Elche still seventh in the league, something like this. Yeah. But actually, you know, the point is like th this teams actually, you know, they get like riled up playing against the bigger teams like this lower league, this lower side teams like like the likes of yeah. Elche. So I feel like yeah. maybe. It might be a bit difficult, but eventually we get the job done. Maybe two zero. We should be getting it done, man. Like Karim Benzema, Baron Diorro chance have died down for for a few days at the moment. Yeah, the voting it's is closed weak. actually. What, what was that? The voting has been closed officially. Yeah, yeah, and there was a leak. Uh, Lewandowski, Messi, Benzema. That was the yeah, leak. Yeah, but I, I doubt that leak. Yeah, but that was say it was the same leak where, uh, saying Modric would win and he would he did. I still think uh, I still think Ronaldo should have won that I love, um, like like I respect Lewandowski, man, but him winning Ballon d'Or would put Benzema. I mean, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's true. But he does deserve it. I can't take he that. He did. He did beat. Uh, he did beat a historic record of Bundesliga this season. I mean, forty-one goals, forty-two. Yeah, last season, like this, it, it ended this year, so it still counts. Mm. Like, that is insane. Uh, one, 41 goals in a season, in one competition, 
is absolutely mad. And they have like two less games 18 than... 18 teams. Yeah, they have 18, 18 teams. teams. Uh, four, four less games, actually. No, two. Mm. Yeah, whatever. Two less games. Uh, and anyways, they have to play less games, even if, like, I think, yeah, yeah, you can, you can, I guess you can call Bundesliga far, a farmer's league, right? Because yeah. any time in Bundesliga team that's not Bayern, someone's gonna show up that is a threat to the title, and is a, and or is a just great player. Bayern just swoops yeah. in and buys them. That should that should be unfair. That's shit. That's why I, I can't mean, respect the German you know, league. You know, you uh, know, people, Bayern fans say like, "What, what do you want us to do? Not buy players?" Yes, because that that makes the competition so much less competitive. It makes you can it buy boring. From outside. Yeah. Germany, right? To be like, if if like. I would I would impose a I would impose a a rule on Bayern to like not like I would make them buy players from only other leagues for next like five to ten years because it, it is getting out of hand like even if like they buy the players and sometimes they don't even use them or like you you know they bought Gyotse they just ruined him. So he he would not be a threat to them, and they just threw him back to Dortmund. Yeah, that that's what Bayern does. Like they just buy every player. That it's it's all it's not only down decent. to Bayern. It's down to Bayern and all the rest of the teams that play in Germany. Yeah, they all I mean, you know what? They when like when someone comes in and offers you a lot of money, you know, and you you know it's very tempting, but you know it's just. You know, good for Bayern, maybe good for other teams that at, le at least the teams that are not like a hundred percent in competition of the title. But uh, you know, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible for the fans. I mean, imagine you're a fan of a different team. For like, I guess Bayern fans, it's good because they just win and win and win. But to, yeah. even for them, it should be kind of boring. You know, when when you know, December. Dortmund is the first and like Bayern if, like if in December uh, Dortmund has like uh, 20 more points than Bayern does they will still win the title that's how like uh, predictable and boring uh, it is so like you know it's just as a neutral to the Bundesliga it, it's just absolutely I mean why uh, yeah, Gladbach just beat them 5-0 but I mean that's just it. Just that's just one win. Gladbach will still not win a, a title, even if like no. they have one game remaining and Bayern is six points behind and Bayern has one game remaining as well. They're still gonna win the Bundesliga. That's how terrible the Bundesliga is right now. So that's that's my question, bro. So Lewandowski with the Ballon d'Or is gonna be greater than Benzema? Like in the long run, when both the players have retired, like what do you think? I mean, to me, I guess I'm I'm I am biased. Oh, I am biased. Oh. Uh... Okay. One sec, one sec. Give me a second. Okay, yeah. Let me pause it. Okay, we're back again. Uh, so like I am biased, and I will always think. Benzema is slightly better than Lewandowski, but Lewandowski is a legend of football, anyways, in my opinion. J 
just like Benzema yeah. is, but uh, you know, they also have a di- have different roles and this and that. But uh, I I don't think like I th- I think Ballon d'Or is a you know an amazing uh, trophy uh, trophy. Is it a trophy? Uh, an award. Uh, and, you know, a lot of, uh, like, probably every player dreams of winning a Ballon d'Or. But uh, I think it's somewhat of a PR. It yeah. you, like, you honestly think? Yeah, it, it, does, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, when Modric won, he was amazing that year. But, you know, next year, Messi won. And uh, the year Modric won, Ronaldo had better stats than Messi had when Messi won that his last Ballon d'Or, so it's yeah. kind of like a, a sketchy award that uh, you know doesn't really mean all that much. Also, like, yeah, uh, yeah just voting is, you know, it's a it, fan it, contest. Yeah, it, it's a you know kind of biased as well. Like, if you think yeah. Messi, like, if your favorite player is Messi. And uh, Ronaldo has been slightly better than Messi this year. Like, let's just hypothetically. And, and yeah. you know, it is vi- widely acknowledged that Ronaldo has been better than Messi. If you, yeah. Messi's your favorite player, you're still going to vote Messi. That's just how it is. You, you can't determine yeah. a subject. You know, a lot of the times, like, it's objective that uh, Benzema is better than uh, Jovic. But, you know, Messi and Ronaldo discussion has always been subjective. And, you know, when it's that close, uh, you know, this kind of an award is always controversial. And, you know, it's not a a fact. You know, a lot of people take it as like, oh, that player won a Ballon d'Or. It's a fact that he's great. I mean, when you win a five and six Ballon d'Ors, then it's a fact that you are one of the greatest in history. But, you know... Just Modric, I'm happy that Modric won it, but he did not deserve it more than Ronaldo, at all, in my opinion. Yeah. And th- that's all. The, all the Ballon d'Or is opinions. I like now. I know. I know. I can like track back and remember where we started this from. Like uh, it was me, um, me uh, mentioning that the Benzema Ballon d'Or chance have died down. Yeah. So even if the voting for this year has closed, like there's still a chance he can win it next year. Oh yeah, if he like, continues like this he year, has definitely. given us so much, bro. Like the things Karim has done for us, like the team should be playing for him. The team should be giving him every opportunity to actually win something big. Like he doesn't have a lot of years left in him at the very top top level. So we gotta win games, man. And I hope like Elche is a beginning of a long run where we can consistently put up like a 15, 16 um, like winning streak, which would hopefully get us somewhere yeah. uh, in like March, you know. So yeah, that's I think that's pretty much it. Elche, I hope for a, like a two-nil clean victory. Uh, will be difficult. We'll be tested. Um, like against another low blocks and um i hope we make it through man i really hope yep we should do then that's a wrap bye everyone we'll see you after the elche game hala madrid hala madrid hala madrid